Hello, my brothers and sisters. Thank you for joining us once again for During Bible Study Podcast. I'm your host, Steve Kitts. Well, let's get into it with a prayer, and then we'll get into the message. Lord, Heavenly Father, we thank you and we praise you, Lord, for your wonderful grace and love. And we thank you, Lord, for giving us this guidance and the ability and the platform to be able to talk to people and to share your word with them. And maybe it will bless somebody today. If it does, Lord, bless them hearty. We thank you and we praise you, Lord. Give us this word. Give us the Holy Spirit to help us guide us and to teach us and to help us get this message out to the ones that need it. In your blessed holy name we beg. Amen. I titled this one, Blood and Water. The question was, why did the blood and water come out of Jesus' side when he was pierced? The answer is that the Romans' flogging or scourging that Jesus endured prior to being crucified normally consisted of 39 lashes. Some people think it may be more, some people may be less. But anyways, that's the standard practice was 39 lashes. In Mark 15, 15, it says, So Pilate, wishing to satisfy the crowd, released them Barabbas, and having scourged Jesus, he delivered him to be crucified. John 19, 1, Then Pilate took Jesus and flogged him. The whip that was used... The whip that was used was called the fragrum. It consisted of braided leather thongs with metal balls and pieces of sharp bone woven in it or intertwined in its braids. The balls added weight to the whip, causing deep bruising as the victim was struck. Pieces of bone served to cut the flesh. As the beating continued, the results of the cuts were so severe that the skeletal muscles, underlining veins, sinews, and bowels of the victims were exposed. This beating was so severe that at times the victim would not survive it. Those who were flogged would often go into hypovolemic shock, a term used for low blood volume. In other words, the person would have lost so much blood that he could not survive and he'd go into shock. The result of this would be the heart would pump faster the blood that wasn't there. The victim would collapse or faint due to low blood pressure. The kidneys would shut down to preserve bodily fluid. And the person would experience extreme thirst as the body desired to replenish the lost fluids. There is evidence of the scripture that Jesus experienced hypovolemic shock as a result of being flogged. Anytime you have a traumatic shock to the body, it normally will cause you to go into shock in different forms. As Jesus carried his own cross to Golgotha, John 19 and 17 says, And he went out bearing his own cross to the place called the place of a skull, which in Aramaic is called Golgotha. He collapsed, and a man called Simon was forced to carry the cross or help Jesus carry the cross the rest of the way up the hill. Matthew 27, 32 and 33, As they went out, they found a man of Cyre, Simon by name, they compelled the man to carry his cross. And when he came to the place called Golgotha, which meant the place of a skull. And then in Mark 15, 21, 22, and they compelled a past buyer, Simon of Cyre, who was coming from another country, the father of Alexander and Rufus, to carry his cross. And they brought him to a place called Golgotha, which means place of a skull and then in luke twenty three twenty six, and as they led him away they seized one simon of cyre who was coming from another country 
and laid him, the cross, to carry behind Jesus. This collapse indicated that Jesus had low blood pressure. Another indicator that Jesus suffered from hypolytic shock was that he declared that he was thirsty as he hung on the cross. John 19:28. After this, Jesus, knowing that all was now finished, said to fulfill the scriptures, I thirst, indicating his body desired replenishing of fluids. Prior to death, the sustaining of rapid heartbeats caused the hypolytic shock that would cause the fluid to gather around like the sac around the heart and around the lungs. Your body wants to protect that heart of all cost. The gathering of fluid in the membrane around the heart is called pericardial effusion, and the fluid gathering around the lungs is called plumal effusion. This explains why, after Jesus died, that the Romans, when the Roman soldiers thrust his spear in Jesus' side, piercing both the lungs and the heart, the blood and water came out of his side, just as John had recorded in the Gospel. John 19.34 says, But one of the soldiers pierced his side with a spear, and at once there came out blood and water. Let me remind you that in the Bible, the water represents the living Word of God. Water represents life, and it can be associated with birth, fertility, and refreshment. We need that spiritual water that comes from Jesus' side to cover us. We'll close in a prayer. Lord, Heavenly Father, we thank you and we praise you, Lord, for your word. We thank you, Lord, for your son that died for us and all that he has done. In your blessed name we beg. Amen. I want to take a minute to talk to you about Buzzsprout. Today is a great day to start your own podcast. Whether you're looking for a new market or a channel, may I suggest that you share your thoughts and your ideas with the world. And it's just so fun to have a talk show Podcasting is very easy, inexpensive, and a fun way to expand your reach online. Buzzsprout is hands down the easiest and best way to launch, promote, and track your podcast. Your show can be online and listed in major podcast directories like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and many more within minutes of finishing each recording. Podcasting isn't hard when you have the right partners. And a team that they have at Buzzsprout is passionate in helping you succeed. They want you to succeed. Join with over 100,000 podcasters already using Buzzsprout to get their message out to the world. Let's go ahead and create something together. God bless you.